Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Former Miss International and Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching, Jesse Ledoux and I are going to discuss today pageant platform and how to develop it. So Jesse, welcome to the call and go ahead and kick us off. Hey, Steven. So pageant platforms are so important, especially as we're seeing a shift for many pageants towards that overall uh, branding, that community service background. And for me, it's so important just because I believe that you can bring so much more to your title if you have a platform um, to stand on, no pun intended, I guess. Um, so it's it's a topic that I think a lot of beginners to the pageant world struggle with developing, but one that seasoned pageant pageant professionals, I would guess, or say, um, have a difficult time seeing through to its fullest potential. So like when I first got started in the whole industry, I was confused about a platform. I mean, from the perspective of does it have to be a nonprofit organization? Can it be like any organization? Can you go out and just represent a business and say, okay, this is my platform? What is it exactly? A pageant platform can be anything that puts us in a position to succeed as a society. So it doesn't have to be a nonprofit. I always tell contestants, um, they might feel partial to one particular organization, um, but their platform should be something that encompasses that organization. So if it's an organization that focuses on specifically providing um, support to our troops, that's great. But I don't think your platform title should be that organization. It should be XYZ example of supporting our troops. And that can be one component of it. And you can use your relationship with that organization to really put you in the position for success. But I've also seen fantastic titles um, and platforms that are not community service based, technically not nonprofit based, but it's providing young women with business skills or teaching um, teaching students how to better manage their money. Um, all things that are very important to building up a stronger society. You know, actually, I, I mean, sidebar, I'd like to see more girls have a platform of like, hey, here's how to manage your money. Because I mean, that's the biggest, like one of the biggest problems we face in America is everybody's in debt. Nobody yeah. has savings. So yeah, that would be actually, I never thought about that. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. And I have a friend who competed a few years ago in Mrs. International and her platform, um, her name is Laura Valenti and her platform was called She Selling. She's a college professor focusing on women in business. And it was such, such a genius concept to think about this pageant title holder going to schools and showing women how to position themselves competitively in a professional setting. And I was like, wow, you just never think of that as a platform. So it doesn't have to be a nonprofit. It can be so aligned with what you're doing on a regular basis. So it doesn't have to be out of left field. Yeah. Let's, so let's back up and ask, how can a girl really identify which platform she should pursue? Because there are so many different options out there. Absolutely. And I can tell you more often than not, when I ask newcomers what their platform is, they'll say, well, I work with five different organizations and they're totally different. And then just say, all right, let's dial this back. I think it's incredible that you're involved with that many organizations. But as a judge, I would be so overwhelmed and I would not remember even one of those organizations if you gave me five. So that's why it's so important to really dial into one so that you can make the greatest impact and create the greatest memory with that judging panel. Um, 
so usually I say, well, what the heck are you passionate about? And they'll say, I really, really haven't been affected by an illness in my family. Um, I haven't really had to overcome any adversity. Uh, and that's where I find that pageant contestants struggle the most is when they don't have a personal tie. But I just have, I dial back and say, hey, if you had to do something every single day for 365 days, what would you wake up excited to talk about? And that's really, I give them a couple days to think. And that's really when we were able to flush out, okay, here's my platform and I'm going to go for it 100%. Yeah. And as a judge, if a girl's involved with like five or six different platforms or organizations, uh, the critic in me is just like, yeah, you're just trying to pad your resume. Like, I don't really believe that you're sold out to all five of them. Like, so I mean, well, to dedicate your time to that many organizations at once and be successful. Yeah. And so, and then like when these girls are doing the self-evaluation, do you have any like tips or tricks of to how to actually narrow it down? Sure. So like I said, it's really that internalization process of what, what will I never get bored with? What makes me excited? How do I feel like I can make the biggest difference? The second part of this puzzle, we might be getting ahead of ourselves here, but that's okay, is talking about if you are the title holder, if and when you're crowned as a title holder, how do you see yourself interacting with people? Is it with children? Is it with adults? Is it with seniors? Is it with um, special needs individuals? Is it with those that might be um, suffering from an illness? Think about who you want to surround yourself with as well, because that can come into play. Totally agree with you there. And then part of it is like, what's the common theme too? And Mm. it could be as simple as, I mean, as a child, I would like, I loved Monopoly. I'd love to play the game Monopoly. And when nobody else would play with me, I would just play myself. <laughs> so I'd take out three or four pieces and I would do it. Unknowingly, like I have a passion just for business, success, whatever. So that's why I'm like, oh my gosh, it's such a great platform idea. I would totally adopt that mm-hmm. when you're saying it. And it's got to be something that makes your eyes light up. And like you said, it shouldn't be something from left field. Like, mm-hmm. huh, never thought about doing that before. Thought that that was a need. That should not be um, the platform that you choose to represent. So after they kind of narrow down, all right, I want to represent either this platform or this category mm-hmm. um, of platforms, what's the next steps? I mean, do they just write it on their resume and they're done with it? Or do they go out and find volunteer opportunities? What's next? There are a million next steps to go through, but we will simplify it for this particular podcast. I say break it down to past, present, future. What have you done for this platform in the past? Write all those things down, your volunteer work, your life experience, your education, anything like that. Even if it's you talking to a friend through something like this, put it all down. Make sure that you know why you're qualified to speak on behalf of this platform. That's your past. Your present is what you're currently doing or what you could currently be doing so that you can show value well before you have that title. Because I I say I probably say it in every single podcast, but it's that important. The word already is a magic word in your interview. If you're not saying that I'm going to wait till I get this crown to get my work done, that is... Um, the worst thing you can do. So it's that present activity that shows the judges that you're qualified. So we've talked about past, we've talked about present, and now we're talking about the future. What happens to this platform once you're crowned? And that is the exciting part. And I tell my girls and my contestants to dream big, 
Like, I want you to don't second guess yourself. Don't pre-qualify your goals. Like if your goal is to be on the Today Show representing your platform, write it down and let's put a path together to work backwards to make it happen. And all of a sudden it seems reasonable and it seems like you could really do this if you put the pieces in place. So breaking it down past what you've already done to qualify you current or present, what you're doing now or what you could be doing, and then future, how you can leverage your platform and your title to make it go even further. Mm. So much good nuggets there. Now, is there a certain amount of time that the girl needs to volunteer for her platform prior to the pageant? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting question, isn't it? Um, First of all, I have a side note. Everyone likes Monopoly for like an hour and then it's over. Like, right, Stephen, is that the case? People don't want to play after an hour. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Anywho, um, so back to your original question. What can, um, how much time do they need to dedicate to it? You know, there's not necessarily a textbook time or place because now, uh, well, my platform is volunteerism. So I'll throw that out there. Volunteerism, building stronger communities through service. Um, so I was volunteering like, a banshee. I was at appearances all the time. I was networking. I was creating behind the scenes marketing materials because I wanted to see all the different ways that people could volunteer. If I was trying to teach them, I wanted to have the firsthand experience. Um, but because you can do so many things, um, from home, it's not necessarily having one appearance a week. It's maybe you are partnering with an organization and you say you're going to write a blog for them once a month. Maybe it's you're working to create one large event, fundraising event in a year. Um, you're not going to be having these sub appearances, um, but you'll be doing things that are visible. So it's it all actually boils down to that end goal, what you want to accomplish. And then your appearances, your time, your dedication will all feed towards that. So it's it's difficult because every single platform is different. But you should be waking up and thinking about your platform every single day because when you're a successful contestant, you're living and eating and breathing your platform because you have bought into the fact that you can make a difference. Yeah. And I mean, unless your pageant specifically judges on how much time did you spend on your platform, chances are they won't ask you unless you put on your paperwork, like how many hours you volunteered. Um, Speaking of that, like, what if your pageant doesn't have a platform? It's not like Miss America or um, formerly uh, the America's pageant, formerly known as Miss Teen of America. You know, mm-hmm. what if it's not a system like that? That does like maybe USA. That's not necessarily platform driven. Should yeah. you still have a platform? So I personally think yes. And I will, I'm going to put you on the spot, Stephen. And I'm going to say, pretend you have a platform and you can make up this platform. And I'm going to ask you a question. And I want you to answer it as though you have a platform. Does that sound like a plan? Can you do that for me? Yes. My platform is helping women succeed in business or in pageants. So, okay. So Stephen, why should you be crowned Miss USA? I should become Miss USA because I am the perfect person for the job. With my platform, um, Pageant Planet, I help girls all the way around the world increase their self-esteem and successfully compete in pageantry. Beautiful. Now, act like you don't yes. have a platform. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the winner is. <laughs> um, so now pretend like you don't have a platform and try to be just as convincing. Okay. Okay. See how little you have to say. Um, so Stephen, why should you be crowned Miss USA? Um, I should be crowned Miss USA because, um, I'm hardworking, I'm intelligent and confident. A fine answer, right? But any contestant could say that. Right. Yep. 
And it doesn't do anything for you as a contestant to show me what your year would look like. I cannot imagine you being crowned and going out into the world. I mean, I can see it, right? But it's not as magical as it is like, wow, this girl could really make a difference or wow, this girl really is marketable. She has things to talk about. I mean, there's a huge difference when you look at the two. So even if your pageant doesn't require a platform, like it's really great if you're going to look great on social media in your crown and sash and your, all of your selfies and your posts. It looks even better, not just for you, but for that organization to be making a difference and doing good and being visible for more than just how cute you are. Well, and it's just like a pageant gets excited about their new title holder like a girl gets excited about their pageant. Like when you win a Miss California, the girl's thinking, oh my God. Gosh, think of all these appearances and things that I can do as Miss California mm-hmm. for the director of Miss California when she gets a really intricate girl. I mean, we use Deshauna a lot because mm-hmm. well, she's a reigning title holder. We love her and she's followed our pageant, our site for a long time too, which always is cool. But when USA got a hold of her, it was like, Oh my gosh, look at all these opportunities for marketing mm-hmm. that we have through Deshauna. So they, I feel like behind the scenes were equally as excited to have someone that was as passionate about the military because mm-hmm. uh, it just opens up a lot of doors for the pageant too. Yeah, So absolutely. it, it kind of goes both ways. Mm-hmm. And that's really the magic of it. I mean, you are a title holder for 365 days, give or take one or two here and there. And you just have so much more to offer and you have so many more doors that can be open when you have a platform. Um, and it makes you memorable. Like we said, it's, it separates you from the pack to have something that is tangible that people can see come to fruition. And I'd also like to say that on the flip side, you're only a title holder for 365 days, you know, give or take. Mm-hmm. And your platform is what extends your reign past pageantry. Cause I mean, pageantry comes with an expiration date. You can only compete so long before you like age out or win out. Right. I mean, and then you have to go on to the next chapter or just keep moving up divisions. That That's also an option. But if with a strong platform, you can transition from being a reigning title holder to being a successful businesswoman or being very philanthropic or, you know, entertainer, et cetera, with the right platform. So, I mean, this is, I mean, I would agree with you in saying that, I mean, it's wicked important to have a really cool platform that you're passionate about because it, it, again, it just extends your celebrity into the Mm -hmm. real world. And I'll, I'll give you a real life example in myself, Stephen, for those listening as well. When I was Miss Internet, well, I was Miss New York International first, and I was doing it. I was doing a job as a technology salesperson. It was a nice job, and I was I was good at it, but it didn't make me excited to get up in the morning. And but I knew I was missing an opportunity to make a difference as Miss New York International. And I said to myself, you know, at, with my platform being volunteerism. And I eventually want to be in a role that I'm making a difference. And right at that time, I was like, you know what? I want to be a nonprofit. I want to do something to that effect. And I said, if I'm doing my job as Miss New York International, when the time is right, I will have the job of my dreams because of the inroads I'd be able to make. And sure enough, when I I volunteered for the American Heart Association for that full year, and then when I won Miss International, I had another full year. And I built up that reliability with them um, and that FaceTime as I was a volunteer and eventually when I was ready to retire and hang up my crown, 
there, sure enough, there was a job open and it was mine for the taking. And I definitely wouldn't have had that had I not had a platform that required me to put my money where my mouth was and be a servant to the organization. And if your goal is to take a next step in your career or um, in an organization, a platform is a great way to do it and get it done. Now, when they're there and they're volunteering and they're giving back to that, whether charity or platform, is there a certain strategy that you use to leverage to getting good with that particular organization or other businesses? Yeah. So I think one a big mistake that contestants make is um, leading with the crown and sash. So absolutely, if I reach out, and I, I say this twofold because it doesn't make sense the way I said it, but I will. I promise it'll make sense for those listening. Yes, you lead with the crown and sash when you're reaching out to them and you say, Hey, XYZ organization. My name is Jesse Ledoux, Miss, Miss International. I saw that you have an, have an event coming up on this day. Um, my platform is volunteerism. I would love to be able to come and provide some additional exposure, but also roll up my sleeves and just do whatever you need to be that needs to be done. So no, more than often than not, they'll reach out and say, yeah, we'd love to have you. I show up with my crown and sash with me, not on me. And I introduce myself. They take me seriously as a person first and as a title holder. And I say, hey, um, I have my crown and sash with me, but my first priority is making sure you have everything you need taken care of. And then, of course, if it's a job that I am able to wear my crown and sash, I will. But at the very least, I'll say, I'm happy to do that for you. Would you mind if I took some photos with my crown and sash after the fact? And they more often than not will say yes. But if if your plan is to go there and help, go there and help prove, prove your worth. And then more often than not, they'll ask you to come back. They will allow you to take all the photos that you want. They'll ask you to do more responsibilities that will fit your title and your goals. Uh, so I definitely think it's, you have to be a a servant's personality first and foremost. Oh, you, you couldn't, I mean, honestly, that is the secret to like great solid networking. Um, Mm -hmm. like whenever I walk into a place, I always seek not to be interesting, but to be the most interested person there. So the people who I encounter asking them questions about them and making them the celebrity of the, of the conversation. And I originally, I did it to be, um, just cause I didn't like to talk about myself. <laughs> like I just didn't necessarily like if somebody's like really hardcore drilling me with questions and, um, a community type setting, I, I, I kind of go in, inside myself a little bit and I don't just for whatever the reason but so but what I've realized is that it's so powerful and it makes other people feel so good about themselves it does and it, it really, really does it always gives you so much more in return um so it it has opened up tremendous doors for me by doing that um but like when you do it just to do it just to get to know and genuinely take interest in someone else and you're really good at doing this um it it helps open just wide, like amazing opportunities. You know, it really does. And a great title holder um, isn't just a great interviewee. She's a great interviewer because she's able to see opportunity to have those meaningful conversations. And when you're wearing a crown and sash, you're kind of intimidating, right? Or yeah. you get the flip side of people are judging you. So you need to be able to let your guard down, break the ice and let it be all about them. So that they don't feel like you are this unreachable figurehead. Um, so it's really important to be able to dial it back and be able to first and foremost, to your point, be able to um, be interested in the situation versus expecting everyone to be interested in you. So that was a great way to put it. 
And it also helps your, your ego not to get bruised when you walk in. Cause if you roll in expecting for everybody to, um, I don't know if it's still the same fangirl over you. I don't know if you can fangirl over a girl or not. I don't, I don't totally. know how that definitely you can't. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and they don't because it's a charity event and you're not the spotlight. Then it helps you just recover and just be there and be present and be with some great people and, and give back to the, to the world around you and go about your day. But if you go in there expecting for everybody to like want to take photos with you and get your autograph and do all that kind of stuff and they don't, well, that could be a very bad event for you and you can go home very uh, frustrated, which is not what we want from a title holder. Oh, for sure. And oh my gosh, I could tell you stories upon stories upon stories, trust me. And I think if, if you're listen, if you're a pageant girl listening, raise your hand if you've ever been to an event where you walk in and say, oh, Miss America is here. And you're like, okay, jerk, I'm clearly not Miss America. I'm wearing a, a sash and something totally different. But you, of course, can't say that at an appearance, but you think that in your head, but you have to be able to just ebb and flow and go with whatever happens. But with that platform component to tie it all together, it's if you're there for the cause and you're there to support it, it's really easy to have those conversations. So again, pick something that you love and that you get excited about. Yeah. And I was talking to um state title holder in the USA system. I, I won't say which state, but she went to a... Um, like it was like an autograph signing event, you know, to support this charity. It was out in the hot sun. <laughs> she was out there all day. And so she was like, can I have a bottle of water? And the guy's like, yeah, absolutely. It's a dollar. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> so she had to pay a dollar and you know, she paid her own way there. And oh, so yeah, you certainly get into some situations where, yeah, you are the celebrity, but you are not being like honored at all. So yeah, sure. um, <laughs> it helps to take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I took us a little bit off of the, the beaten path to kind of circle back around um, and tie a bow on this. If there was one thing that a girl could do to really push and develop her platform, what would that one thing be? So the one thing would be to think about that future component. What would this platform look like? if you won X title and then create, use that end goal, that quantifiable goal. It's not just talking to kids. It's not just visiting schools. Those are two of my biggest pet peeves with platform plans because those are as vague as can be. So define that quantifiable goal for that future and make the plan that goes backwards so that when you're asked and when you're asked as from a judge, what do you plan to accomplish throughout your year? You can say, here's my goal and here's how I'm going to get there. And sure as heck, I bet you they're going to believe you. Yep. Totally agree with that. Now we have, what, what do you want to do first? Do you want to do question of the day or the sponsor or the uh, special offer? Let's do the special offer. And then, um, so just so you guys know, we're going to go through the, the questions of the day from this past week to give you some practice. So don't go anywhere, but let's talk about this special offer. Okay. So first, what is the special offer for this week? So the special offer for this week um, is 30% off a very special item. Um, Stephen, why don't, actually, I'm going to throw it back to you. Why don't you tell us what the very special item is? This week? Okay. Well, thank you for that because this is my favorite item. So this is the bikini bite. <laughs> this is the bikini bite. And it if you're ever looking for like a really good conversation starter um, and you're at 
a pageant or you're not at a non-pageant related event, just talk about butt glue because people are like, I'm sorry, what? Um, so this is the Bikini Bite, which is um, butt glue. And the traditional price of this is $29.99. And we're giving it to you for 30% off plus free shipping. So um, basically... You're getting it for twenty one bucks instead of twenty nine ninety nine. And the only way to find this is just to go to thepageantplanet.com backslash podcast and that'll redirect you to that special page with that special offer. And it's only good for seven days. So if you're listening to this like eight days later after it launches, so sorry, you'll have missed it. But there may be another special deal if you go to the same URL. And it's worth noting too that Bikini Bite is not just for bikinis. If you have fitness in your pageant where you have to wear a sports bra or leggings or bike shorts, um, this is just as important because even though it's more coverage, that stuff can still still shift and go into awkward crevices that you don't want it to go into. So um, just keep that in mind. So it's not just for swimsuit. Love it. Okay. Now for the questions of the day. Do you have them there in front of you? Oh, I got them, Stephen. <laughs> okay, so what we'll do is I will let you just read the questions mm-hmm. and then you can just pause for a second and then just read the next one instead of me interjecting and saying, you know, pause or whatever. You got it. Okay, cool. so the first question. What is your favorite community service project you've been a part of? The next question. What is your state or country known for. Next, Pepsi's new commercial is being heavily criticized for its portrayal of protests. What do you think of the ad? Next, what's your favorite color to wear? And finally, this year's World Health Day topic is depression. How can we fight stigma surrounding depression? And that's our questions from last week. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, as always, it was an absolute delight. Thank you for all the information and the witty banter. And uh, for everybody listening, I guess it's uh, until next week. Yes, go play Monopoly. Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for For only $47. $47.